Hello and welcome into episode two of the Poor Sports Betting Podcast. Boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you today. You're going to get all the locks, all the bets, all the matchups of the week, and so much more. Stay tuned. We got it locked coming up here on Poor Sports. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in episode two, Poor Sports Betting Podcast. It is your host, Jake Kelly. I am so pumped up to be back in the studio. I am live in that same studio with producer Jeremy Collins. Jeremy, say what's up to the people. What's up? We're on fire here in studio and on all of our betting accounts, and I could not be happier. Absolutely. And on the line, we got Lee phoning in from London. Lee, say what's going on. How's it going, everybody? Sorry I couldn't make it out to Hamilton. Just got back from sunny San Diego, so couldn't make it all the way to Hamilton today. Are you keeping it classy? Keeping it classy in San Diego. They have a pretty good football team out there, don't they? Uh, San Diego State. Oh, I I I always forget that the Chargers moved to L.A. So does everyone in L.A., apparently. (laughs) Speaking of that, so uh, we got an action-packed show. Uh, When I say speaking of that, we're obviously going to talk about Tom Brady. Um, But first and foremost, yeah, so we're just going to – we're going to run down kind of the week that was in the world of sports. Then we're going to get to uh, our betting betting segment of the program, which you are definitely not going to – Which is on fire. Which is on fire. Fire, and we will. El fuego. We will definitely get to that. Uh, but let's just say, teaser: if you would have bet with us this week, you could have went to, for, to San Diego for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with no further ado, um, like I was just saying, uh, the Chargers in LA rumored that Thomas Brady might be going there. Uh, apparently, Bel- Bill Belichick and him talked for the first time. Just the other day, and it did not go well. What are our thoughts on that? Our thoughts are, I I don't know if I think this is Brady trying to use leverage to try and get better pieces around him. I don't know if this is Bill Belichick trying to be like, nope, it's happened to every other player I've coached here. I'm getting rid of you before you're too bad. I'd rather get rid of you a year early than a year late. I I don't don't know which, which side of this is on. Here's, here's what I'm saying, if and I've said this from time, okay? Like, you can go back and listen to the podcast from last season. I've been saying it. If Tom Brady goes anywhere, he is going to, what have I always said? Tennessee. Tennessee. That's where he's going. And if anybody, that that's the bet that you take right there. Make, don't do it on a betting app. Take it one-to-one, friendly matchup with a buddy. Say, hey, handshake deal, 50 bucks. He's going to Tennessee. The other person has to put someone out because, okay, wait, wait, wait. Jake. Yes. 50 bucks. I'm about to have a one-to-one. <laughs> 50 bucks. He doesn't go to Tennessee. I want odds. <laughs> I'll give you four to one. As Jake's trying to scramble to get odds on his phone here. Yeah. Four to one, he doesn't land in Tennessee. Um, while you guys are doing that, that here quickly. I okay, think, handshake. I- Handshake's been made. Yes. So four to one, he I, doesn't land in Tennessee. He doesn't land in Tennessee because I have the odds right here. They're not the top landing spot. Where? Loss. Doesn't matter what you choose. Vegas or Angeles are the two top 
a plus 300. Raiders are plus 300, and Chargers are plus 300. So wait, so um, what, what's this bet? I, I'm, did so, I, didn't I get odds? Yeah, you got odds. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, Tennessee's yeah, plus third, plus 700. I was going to say on, on that is just that I like the move if he goes to L.A. because I would still hope the Chargers – I want the Chargers to take Herbert um, because I think I think Herbert's the most guy – so you take Herbert, you give him one year, you let let him learn under Tom Brady. Other quarterbacks is hit mess with Tom Brady, but there's been a good one with Jimmy G. Um, and I think he could go, come under there for maybe a year, maybe two with Tom. And then Herbert steps into that role, and I think Herbert could be a dangerous, dangerous player in this league. Any team that's going to sign Tom Brady isn't going to use a first-round pick on a quarterback. That'll you be... even think up there? Where do you? Who could you really get up there, though? Because they already made that trade for the offensive lineman here today. Well, the Chargers will have six. Pick six, right? Yeah, so who would you pick? Not something to protect Brady or something, a, a weapon. Pick Judy. Not, not they have they have wider receivers. receivers. So then pick the corner or uh, the uh, Simmons, Isaiah Simmons. Uh, Simmons, Simmons, yeah, Simmons is a good call. Like Simmons can play anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I I do get what you mean. I just like that's what I would want to do personally if if I'm looking for the future. Just because I think the Chargers are almost like already just kind of there. Um, I don't think there's a lot they need to tweak and wherever they can tweak, I think they can tweak it in free agency. If I, I'm, this would be an amazing get for the Chargers, just in terms of the relevancy for them in LA. I've heard like that, you know, polls were taken on you know your favorite sports teams in LA of LA residents, and these guys ranked like 14th. You know, like they'd be behind like obviously the Clippers, the Lakers, behind the the Rams, the Galaxy, the Galaxy probably behind the Sparks, <laughs> maybe, the Kings, maybe the Kings of course, um, the Dodgers. You know, like there's so, USC. UCLA basketball, like there's you know USC football, they're just they're so far. There's just so much there that it's a uh, it's an oversaturated know. market. Now. Oh, to say to say the least. Uh, but I think Brady would cut through all that. And I heard an interesting take today. It would be it would make more of a media splash if Tom Brady signed with the Chargers than if the Chargers somehow pulled us out of a hat and traded for Patrick Mahomes. I don't know about that. It's Tom Brady, man. It's the golden boy. Well, the other thing is staying on the West Coast there. I heard it bantied about on sports media today that shouldn't the Niners trade for try and get Tom Brady to come to them and then give back Garoppolo? I don't don't get that. No. You have the younger. You want to be good for six, seven, eight years with Garoppolo. You don't want to be good for one with Tom Brady maybe? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. I, and I, I don't know if Tom comes in and makes them instantly the winner, like the best team there is. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. Anyways, yeah, uh, combine's coming up though. Eh? Combine happened. Combine happened. happened. Sorry, happened. combine happened. Excuse me. Yeah, and there was some freaks, like this wide receiver class. It's 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 looking very good. There's like I think between six and ten receivers going to go in the first round. Wow. Yeah, because Jefferson ran like what a four four two. Yeah. Um, and he he's a go up and get it guy, but all of a sudden he can run a four four two. That's pretty wild. Um, who else had a really good combine? Well, you had the two freaks. The one guy specifically I'm talking about is Chase Claypool. So he ran a four four two forty, and he's six foot four and two hundred and thirty eight pounds. The only people. 
taller than 6'3 and heavier than 235 that have ran under a 445 40. Kelvin Johnson and Chase Claypool. I don't know who Chase Claypool is. Yeah, he's the he's the he's a Canadian. He's a Canadian. Yeah, and he's the the combine darling. Oh yeah, yeah. He he shot. He he was the biggest winner in my books. The combine, it's just like with any other sport. It's just like there's so much hope. You know, this oh this guy's gonna be great. This guy's gonna be this. This guy's gonna be that. In reality, like eighty percent of these guys are gonna be out of the league in three years. I don't know. Call me pessimistic, but like. It's hard for me to get worked up about it. I've been deprived of football, good football, for so long now, Jake. What are you saying about the XFL? I read between the lines there, brother. Uh, the, the combine gave me so much, so much hope, and especially for fantasy football fans. You're, if you have a first round pick or a second round pick, then you're getting a good player this year, no matter where you draft. It's it's fantastic, and everyone thought DeAndre Swift was going to be. Number one overall, he might have been uns- up like uprooted as that. There's been a couple good performers. Mm-hmm. I think I think maybe even Rugs moves in now to that well, spot. I, I don't forty. I, I don't I don't like that because we all predicted Rugs to run fast because that's what he does. He didn't perform at all. So when we were saying, oh, Rugs is going to be up there, no, like we just know he's a he's a field stretcher. He he ran a what four two seven forty yeah four two yeah so. We already knew he was fast, so we're not going to bump him up again because he's fast. I don't know. I got what you mean. I got what you mean, though. Um, I also liked, uh, well, I didn't, I don't like, I guess Dobbins didn't participate because he still had that ankle injury. Um, but Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, wow. he's the one who I think is 1-1 in Dynasty fantasy rookie drafts this upcoming season, uh, if you're not playing super um, flex. Yeah, or playing two quarterback leagues, like like my Dynasty league. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, oh. he's he's good. DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb. If you have a top five pick, you're getting a bona fide stud. Are they going to have quarterbacks to throw them the ball? Is the question. Uh, Jerry Judy will not because he's going to the Jets. I don't know about that, but you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, what else happened this week? We, Johnny Boychuk, that was disgusting last Johnny night. Johnny Boychuk, yeah, I, I haven't watched it. For, for those of you who don't know, Johnny Boychuk got cut in his eyelid um, with a skate. He, who does he play for? Boston. Boston. Uh, the Islanders? I think that's right, right, Lee? The Islanders? Yeah, no, yeah, the Islanders. It was against uh, Montreal that it happened, too, that game. It was disturbing. Have you that's guys ever disturbing. had stitches on your face? No. So I, I've taken oh, a, okay. I took a high stick when I was younger, right above my left eye. I got three stitches, and I thought that was pretty big. If I if I press down hard enough, I can still yeah. kind of feel where where it was. Ninety, 90. stitches. Ninety, and he's lucky. It's like he didn't get his eye drilled out. Like, so does this bring up a conversation where they go to fish bowls or no? It doesn't cages? look cool. It doesn't look cool. That's what it's going to come down to. It doesn't look cool. Players will fight it like crazy. They had to fight like yeah. crazy just to get them to wear visors. Like I, you also, you know, the also the the role in junior hockey when you made them go to cages took almost like seven years too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see how it could hurt your performance. But it, it does. The, they they say it like it restricts vision. 
find a helmet that doesn't. I don't know. Ten years from now, fishbowl or still just visors? Has anybody died? No. No. You think you'll t- I'd say visors. I'd say okay. visors still. I want to put that up on the Instagram. Do you think? Do you think yeah. fishbowls will ever become a thing? Do it right now. I don't care. (laughs) Speaking of 10 years from now, playing right now is Zion Williamson versus Luka Doncic. And 10 years from now, who do you want uh, on your, who do you want on your roster? Knowing NBA players these days, they'll probably end up on the same team because they just all team up together. But uh, I don't know. The oldness in you there. Yeah. Uh, I say, I say Luka Doncic. Why? He's an all-around complete player, and he can shoot. He can shoot like crazy. Um, I know Zion. Like, this is not taking anything away from Zion, right? Like, Zion will— He's been a freak. He's been he's, a freak. He's been unbelievable. Uh, you know, is he, he put up, is he back in the race for Rookie of the Year? Yes, and you could argue that he should have it. So— I just want to say there's, there's a long-standing $5 bet between you and I, Jake, about it. What is it? I had Zion. You had John Morant. Perfect. <laughs> and, but the best part about it is it was actually a three-way bet, and Jer had R.J. Barrett. So, Yeah. I think I probably said at one point that Michael Porter Jr. would win it this year. He's kind of – That was like that was, our, that was a long shot that we were yeah. saying. So, so the cool thing about Zion now is that he's playing in back-to-backs now. And they said he and wasn't ready to go. Like, but he, he's incredible. And so now if Jake's asked me 10 years down the road, 10 years is a little bit much because I think – I look at Zion – and I think he's an incredibly unique player. I don't think we've seen someone like him in the NBA for quite some time. And he's so explosive. Now, the problem with being that big and that explosive, I don't know if he's going to be great for 10 years. I can see six, seven. Yeah, he he's listed on NBA's website at 6'6", 284. And that's light. I think that's light. That's un- That's like 20 that- pounds light. What? What? <sighs> I wouldn't say that much, but I get what you mean. I don't know. He he's a thick boy. LeBron's listed yeah, but- at six nine two fifty. So is LeBron's LeBron, lean. Is is he? Yeah, like. But he's six nine. I think Zion Zion over under three hundred pounds going on the. Instagram. I don't. I don't under. know. Like that is. I would say under. I would say under. But how is he so big? Like I, I'm just blown away by that. Just to think how big LeBron is, and to think that he's got maybe fifty pounds on him. I don't know. Man. I take Zion. I, I think uh, Luca's a great player. Again, taking nothing away from Luca, but Zion's—I'm not gonna say once in a lifetime, but once in a generation type player. I think. And I'm, you, you get so much more uniqueness. Like there's players like Luca in this league. There's not players like Zion. Gets triple doubles like crazy. Yeah, yeah. he's a triple. That's does not... everything. Does everything for his team. So does, you didn't say that about Russell Westbrook when he was putting up triple doubles. Yes, I did. No, you <laughs> How would you guys know? <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, good, good, good points by both of you guys. I think I'm going to side with Jr. on this one. I take Zion over Luca. Is this the two big guys taking the big guy and the little guy? Probably. Little guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that idea. <laughs> uh, I, it's you know what? It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Um, sticking with basketball. Yeah, Astros. Well, I was going to say sticking with basketball real quick. This whole Spike Lee thing. That's nuts. Oh, yeah, that's, a gong, that's a gong show. The, the, the New York Knicks should be the 
one of the, if not the crown jewel of the NBA. And they are just a laughing stock. And it's just like, I I just don't get why. Why do they do, like, the organization, like, I wouldn't want to play for them in a million years. Like, it's just, it's just pathetic. I just, I just yeah. don't. Did you see that Ball's dad said that the Knicks need him because the Knicks need to be relevant again? I, no, I, no, because I don't pay attention to anything he says. Um, yeah, like saying like what you say about that, like how you don't want to be at the Knicks, you would think then at that point, if there's a guy who's dished out $10 million in his career to stay by you guys and sit courtside almost every single game, if he's paying $10 million over the amount of time he's going, I don't care what entrance he comes. Bro, he should have his own entrance. Like I just, I just don't get what the pettiness is all about. Like I, I don't know the relationship between Spike Lee and James Dolan or whatever. But it's just like, the, did you see the press release that they put out, like calling oh, it yeah, like laughable or or laughable. with like the very blurry photo where yeah. they like were shaking hands. And at first when I read it, I'm like, come on, Spike, just go through the VIP entrance. All the other celebrities do it. Like you yeah. can too. It's and then I read about it and I was thinking about it, I was like. Who's brought any resemblance of success or notoriety to the Knicks in a positive light in the last 10 years? Yeah. No it's... one, but Spike shows up day in and day out, cheers his heart out, chirps, gets in. Probably the hardest working player in the Knicks organization. Honestly. But he's not even in the organization. Honestly. He pays to be in the arena. Yeah. What I, a joke. I, it, it is just a, it's a, it's a joke. I, I, I don't well, want to Speaking even... of jokes. Yeah. Speaking of jokes. Yeah. Maybe moving on. The Astros. Um, they suck in spring training right now, which every team in the MLB is absolutely loving. Uh, see, I haven't paid attention to their record. I've just been paying attention to their getting hit by pitches record. Uh, yeah, that's so. If you guys don't follow it, the Astros Shame Tour on Twitter, it's got like over like two. It's close to like one hundred fifty thousand people following it, and all it is is just like stuff shaming. Like anytime there's a hit by pitch or anything like that, they're all over it with the videos and. But some of the things is crazy just because it's like uh, it seems like they keep getting bad luck and fans are getting into them. Like you guys saw the George Springer thing when the guy was like yelling curveball. Curveball, yeah. yeah. And then it was a fastball. He struck out trying to go to the moon. And then Bregman yesterday against St. Louis, that double play that St. Louis turned on Bregman and stuff like that. So it's like it just like keeps going wrong and wrong. And stories keep coming out like the uh, A-Rod comments. I don't know, Jake, if you had that, I, if I... you were going to read that. Yeah, well, no, I, A-Rod just came out and said, like, look, they, they have showed no remorse, and that's the thing that's, like, uh, upsetting him. A-Rod goes, like, you know, I, I've lost, like, $35 million, and I deserved it. Like, I'm showing remorse, right? Yeah, and I, and said, I showed remorse. Along the lines of, yeah, he said, yeah, I, I've served the longest suspension in MLB yeah. history. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think people just within the game are... Or and I don't know. I want to go see them when they come and play in Toronto the first time. Everywhere, everywhere that they go, especially for the first time, is going to be just a. a, a they don't show. play in New York until like September. Yeah, why? Like, and they're gonna get like they're gonna need to send in the army. Yeah, yeah. Yankees fans are gonna go crazy there, which is kind of messed um, up. <laughs> I don't, maybe maybe it's not the way you guys go, but like a part of me like wants the Astros to win it all this year. What? No, not a freaking chance. I know. I what? know, I know. I I just want the like whenever there's a story like that, like I'm like how hated they are, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like Bro. Like just if they, if they came out and shoved it to everybody and said it doesn't matter, we're gonna win, like and how good that team can be. It just like it'd be like one of those things that talk about like the biggest shut up tours of all time if after the first Bro. year they get caught. 
they come back. I'm not saying I'm going to openly root for them. I'm would not you saying rather that. them go? So you're saying you'd rather them go 162 and 0 than 0 and 162? Yes. Wow. I don't. I don't wow. wish 0 and 162 on anybody. I do. Yeah, that team. Man, and they and like. It's it one thing. Two years ago, it was two years ago. It's, it's one like, thing. I know. I know. It's the I same know, stars. I know, I know. I know. It's most of the same team. But like, also, that means are we like hoping that like Matt Fires on um, Oakland just doesn't win a game this year? Are we hoping that like everybody that's moved on from that? Yes. Seventeen. Okay. Everyone right. so sucks. Okay. I I agree with Jeremy. It's one thing to like root get like root for a team like the like those Laker or sorry those LeBron Miami Heat whenever he went there and everyone hated him for going there and he just like you know still played really really hard and went to four straight finals right rather than it's not like he was cheating like it's it's just two different it's two different things right like it's one thing to root against a guy for being Hollywood as hell it's another thing for you know being you know that's my take on it over under how many times they get hit by pitches. Wasn't I think it? we talked about this last week. I think we may like have. Yeah, it was like and between and 80 and 85. Under. I think and it's going to be under as well. That's Although I want, I, want to see, I want to see the Jays drop out of it, and then just every time they see, they plunk them 15 times in one game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I like the over. I like the over. If it's in the 80s, I like the over. That's once every like, every so, game, like every thing, two games. My thing on yeah, come on. My, but my thing is like. Why are the Jays gonna hit the Astros? Like in 2017, the Jays finished what 40 games under 500. Like cheating or not cheating, did, did the Astros? The Astros would have beat the Jays. It's the principle of the matter, buddy. It's the principle of the matter. I know, but that's. I just don't think. I think that you'll maybe get New York will hit them. Boston, the Dodgers will hit them. Bauer will hit them. Like I just think it will be the teams that were like the most affected, maybe have the biggest remorse about it. But it's like if you're like Oakland, you're just like, all right, we're just gonna move on. Here. So, so you were asking why the Jays might hit them. Because the Jays are gonna be bad, and then yeah. <laughs> they can't find the plate. Something to talk about. <laughs> they might hit him accidentally. Yeah. All right, that does it. That does it. Let's go talk some bets right after this. All right, you guys. Make you some money. Let's do that. All right, bets coming up next. Poor sports. Poor sports. Welcome back to the poor sports bad beat of the week. This week's bad beat. Bad beat of the week is going to come from NCAA basketball, where last night, actually, Tennessee came back from a 17-point deficit to actually upset number six Kentucky at home, 81-73. to Kentucky was favored at the start of this game by eight and a half, and you didn't see that all but disappear, but actually saw them straight up lose. Join us next week for next week's Four Sports Bad Bet of the Week. All right, all right, all right. So, let's talk about last week. Boy, oh boy, were the poor sports, sports, poor sports boys on fire. Uh, so, we did the math on it. Uh, if you bet just our bets of the day, if you're not following us on Instagram, you're literally losing out on money. So, it's at poor underscore sports. Uh, you'd be up 4.3 units. So, you know, just for some easy numbers here, if you would have bet 
$10 on every bet that we would have done, that would mean that you're up how much? Well, $43, right? So you would, yeah, so that's that's good. If In case you don't know, that's good. To be up 4.3 units, that's good. Uh, we posted our locks of the week. Uh, you'd be up 2.35 units. Again, that's good. So in total, you'd be up 6.35 units uh, throughout the total week if you were betting with us. Um, again, if you don't know betting all that well, that's really good, okay? <laughs> Sorry, Jake, so, what is that? Uh, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, um, for all those, for all those people out there who don't bet, sorry, Lee, Lee, just one more thing. For all those people out there who don't bet, it's really good. Okay? Yeah. That's all right. Fair. All right. Um, just, just breaking it down, um, we we definitely had some scary ones, but that's that's all part of betting. That's the whole right? point. Those bets of the day. But the one thing that we didn't actually have scary was our locks. Uh, the, the Kings absolutely cruised to win. Uh, what idiot took Golden State to cover? What a moron that was. Was that um, you? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> and then and then I took Kentucky at minus four and a half. I ended up being six and a half, still covered. Uh, so either way, you got the cover there, depending on when you bet on it. And then Jer, Jer bet the two girls on the MMA card. They followed suit. There were no upsets in that one. Lee. Two women. They're two Please. women. Two women. They, they're not Sorry. girls. Girls. Competitors. Girls sounds like like backyard boxing and like you know a uh, some high, and like a high. No, well, it sounds like it sounds like a boxing in like a high school like prep period, where like everyone yeah. goes to some lady's like house and she has organized girls fight, bo- club. Girls fight girls club. Fight exactly. Club. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, anyways, go ahead. What did Jeremy have? Jeremy, Jeremy had uh, both the girls. He had uh, Megan Anderson. Both the no, no. Try again, one more time. So he had he had both the correct women's winners, uh, in Megan Anderson and Felicia Spencer. Thank you guys. Yeah. Um, and I think it's about time we're gonna keep this rolling. I don't, I don't really see us slowing down here. That's what I think. No pedal to the floor. Metal. Oh. Um, Yeah. So, want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So, again, so how this works, uh, everyone. So, we have our matchups of the week. Some of these matchups, like for example, we have a couple on on Sunday or Saturday. We don't have the odds for yet. So, we're going to discuss the games. um, And then, whenever. We'll give you a range. We'll give you kind of a range that we like a certain certain team at. Yeah. And if maybe the points get too high, maybe where we will take the points with the other team. But we can't give you an exact number this far out. Exactly. And, but uh, don't fear that because whenever. uh, uh, whenever the games do happen, so for example on Sunday, uh, when the games do happen, we will have a post put out with uh, our lock, uh, whether we like it or not, or and so on. So you'll be able to take it from there uh, using your your discretion. Um, but yeah, so yeah, let's get into it. So uh, we're gonna start. So we are recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, so by the time the podcast is posted and everything, and you're listening to it, it's on Thursday. Uh, and Thursday night, the Raptors are. At Golden State, uh, what is the line? Ten and a Ten half. Ten and a half. So that means that the Raptors have to win by 11 in order to cover the spread. Uh, Steph Curry is back. He's in. Do we think that the... And that's huge. It's massive. And Golden State just beat Denver by 22 points. Uh, they've won in two Denver. of their last three. In Denver. Sorry, who, it, did, it who did I Denver. say? No, I... I'm... Who did I no, say? No, no, you're right. 
you're right. You're right. You just didn't say where it was, but it was actually a road victory. Oh, too. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I completely thought I had said that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Oh. In Denver. Yeah. So, um, I, I think the Raptors. They came off a big win against Phoenix, coming from behind. Yeah. Chris Boucher playing the final 24 minutes of the game or yeah. something crazy because the Raptors are still hurting right now. They are. Van Vliet's banged up. Gasol, Ibaka, uh, but Golden State sucks. And I don't know how much how much uh, is Steph, Steph, Steph Curry's gonna do a lot. Is, I, I, is he gonna be on a minutes restriction? Probably. Am I am I am I gonna do it again? Am I gonna am I gonna bet Golden State for the second pot in a row? I'm taking the Toronto Raptors here. To cover? To cover. I'm Dude, do- twelve man, twelve points isn't much. And no, like especially when they only need eleven. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Shit, I'm, I'll give Golden State points. <laughs> I'm not scared. Golden State's gonna win. Steph Curry, they're gonna get up for Steph Curry coming back. They're... Golden State's gonna win. You're not. So you're gonna sprinkle some money on the money line there. Okay, Golden you State's won't do it. Go, no, I'm not gonna do it. Golden State's gonna cover. Uh, <laughs> Steph Curry's game's back. Golden State's gonna get up because Raptors beat them last year. They're trying to throw games here. Here's the but thing. This is a game. No, Jeremy, the Raptors didn't beat this Golden State team they last year. They beat this Steve Kerr. They beat this Steve Kevin Kerr. Kevin Durant, gone. Andre Gugala, gone. Clay Thompson, out. Sean Livingston, retired. What? They got... Why did you say Draymond Green, gone, but then you said Clay Thompson, out? He didn't say Draymond Green, gone. I said Kevin Durant, gone. Said Kevin Durant. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm going Golden State. Yeah, Golden I'm, State to cover. I'm taking the Golden Toronto State. Raptors. 100%. Okay. Every day, on, every day yeah. of the week, and twice on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um, nothing on Friday. Uh. No. There's nothing that we're we're really really highly. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna say it. Oh no. The Raptors no. are my lock. The Raptors oh. are my lock. This is gonna oh, be man. this is gonna be a joke. It's gonna be a joke. Raptors are my lock. All right. Boom. All right, we got it. I I know I promised last week that we'd have a car locking lock sound or something like that. Next week is when we're gonna have it. That's when we'll have a we'll vault. Have we're getting a vault to store vault. all yeah. to, to store actually, all my you winnings. Said that exact same thing last week. We're gonna have a vault sound effect next week. All right, uh, yeah, nothing Friday. Uh, Saturday, Lee. I'll let you take the lead on this one. It's NCAA basketball. Uh, what Seton Hall versus Creighton? What are their respective rankings, Lee? Seton Hall is twenty-one and seven, eight and three on the uh, on the road, which is where this this game is being held at Creighton. Um, Creighton, though, uh, the Blue Jays—they have been a different beast at home this year. They are fifteen and one um, at home, and this is another one of these conferences. Uh, we had a couple of our uh, our bets of the week. Uh, taking home Big Ten teams. Uh, the Big East is almost kind of like this here, too. Uh, Creighton, Creighton won the reverse fixture at Seton Hall. Uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Creighton as of right now if it was straight up. Now, I think Creighton's going to get, my guess would be about four and a half, five points. And if it got anywhere close to like six and a half, seven, then I would switch over to Seton Hall. But I'd be okay laying the points with Creighton at four and a half, I don't know if you guys have any other stats that I maybe missed. I kind of was just pretty basic. With I, it. I just want to know because it's in Seton, right? No, it's at Creighton. At Creighton, okay. Then yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm following you there. Uh, I just have the ESPN predictor up here, and it says 61 percent chance Creighton wins. So that that's probably not going to be six points. It's probably going to be 
There's there's a 61% chance that you say Creighton properly and not Creighton. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Creighton. I'm going the Blue Jays. I'm going. Is Doug McDermott's dad still there as the coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Then he I'm is taking them. Then I'm taking them. You got it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's gonna move that one over. So let's move on to Jake. You want to talk about Tampa Bay at Boston? We won a poor sports bet of the week or day on that. Let's talk about that one. We did. So last time that they played, which was I guess last night. Yeah, last night they uh, we took the under on six point uh, six total goals. Uh, and it was only a three-goal game. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, was that one in uh, Tampa? or Yeah? That one was in Tampa. That one was in Tampa. This one is in Boston. Uh, I'm so, I don't know. Like, Boston is playing well, but a 2-1 game. Tampa's, I, I, I don't know. I, this, is a, this is a real toss-up. I'm going to um, just take the under again. Just take the under on on the goals. Yeah, I, I think Stamkos being out and them having Blake Coleman and their trade deadline acquisitions. Like when you get a guy like Zach Bogosian in your lineup for, for Tampa, you're not scoring any more goals. He, that's like a more yeah, low, low impact I, player. I think they're gonna probably adjust it. Right, you got to think probably five and a half. Yeah, even that um, I'm fine with just playing. Even that, like you're that, fine with five and a half. Yeah. Eh? I think that the over under is probably the way to go on this game because it, I again I think it's gonna they both have good goalies in Vasilevsky and Rask. You know, it's it's a it's a playoff type game, and we know playoff type games are are intense. With these two teams, yeah, they're so. Um, I'll I'll fall even though it was my my uh, game to pick. Well, I'll, you just you just locked my game, so I'll lock your game here. Deal. Tampa Boston under five and a half. There you go. I'm so that's 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 your lock, Jared. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick a team here. I'm gonna take Boston. I'm gonna take Boston just because I think they're healthier and being at home. Uh, so that's that's just the quick reason why I'm gonna take Boston in this game. And I think they're gonna be heavily favored there too. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's almost it might. It's almost a value pick depending on the depending on the line for it. It's almost a value pick to pick Tampa Bay money line. Yeah, I I don't know if they'll go crazy um on on it, but you're right. It, it, you're definitely going to be in the pluses. Even if it's like like minus 165, something like that, like you know for, you know, you get 65 cents back for your dollar. Uh I don't think that that's a, on on Tampa. I think that I could see the line being that that lopsided. I think Tampa would probably be over 2. Would be my guess if they're going to I think it's going to be close to like 1.8, 1.9. Really? Um uh, yeah, that's what I would I would guess, and then Boston being closer to like the one point seven, one point six. Because I think they're I think I'm I'm agreeing with Jaron saying that Boston's gonna be heavily favored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right, Jar. Fight night. Okay, so I did pretty good last week, betting the two fights last week, parlayed them together, got you one point five five, and this week is an actual UFC two forty eight card. We have Sean O'Malley as a heavy favorite. He's fighting, and I'm going to say Jose Alberto Q, because I'm not even going to try and pronounce the last name there. But <laughs> Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sh- Sugar Sean, as they call him, he hasn't fought in two years. He's a minus 400 fighter in this fight. I'm not touching that because I think very high variance fight. I think I'm not going to bet on a fighter to win or lose that hasn't, Fought in two years. He is undefeated at 10-0. and 0. He's also younger than his opponent. But five of their last six fights combined have went the distance. All three fights, they ended up 
winning by de- most of them won by decision, unanimous decision. I think this the over under is two and a half rounds. I'm taking the over. I think it's a safe. They're both under 65 kilo, so they're small guys, not a whole lot of knockout power. So it's either going to be submission or decision, and I'm flipping my coin and landed on decision right now. All right. Yeah, I don't really have much on that. I I am I just for the sake of it, I'm gonna go under that just because I want to see a knockout. Fair enough. I'll go with Lee. Oh come on! I'll go with Lee. <laughs> it's not. It, that's not even on the main card, is it? Right? No, is that the it's, undercard. That's gonna be the on the undercard. Okay. Um, there's there's right, a couple good move. fights on the card there, but they're the odds. To, didn't weren't speaking to me exactly. No, you got you got it. Well, that's the whole point about betting smart, right? You gotta, yeah, fair enough. All right, Lee, you have the a Manchester Derby. We have the Manchester Derby on Sunday. I rode with Man City, it was the only one out of us two or out of us three, sorry, to ride with Man City in that Real Madrid game, mm-hmm. which was a winner last week. And this week, there you have the return leg. Uh, or the reverse fixture of the Man City Manchester Derby. This one's at Old Trafford, which is for people who don't know Man United's home home ground. There, Man U actually won three uh, one away from home against City last time to take the first game here. And with the news coming out now about Kevin De Bruyne not being, uh, they they don't think he's going to be able to play. Where does this one kind of swing, you guys? So I'm pulling what I pulled last time. I'm taking. I'm betting against Manchester City because yeah, Kevin De Bruyne being out. Uh, also, like uh, what Manchester United is fifth in the table and City's second, I believe. Yep. Uh, so I, of course they're points away, and so City would be the favorite. Um, but I'm going Man United or draw. Just like last week, I went Real Madrid or draw. I got bit, but uh, that on I'm on bet three sixty five right now. Ten dollars returns twenty three seventy five. Jake's so at plus one thirty seven. Uh, that's not bad. <coughs> I, I've lost my voice. Here. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I'm going. What is happening? Jake, Jake spit in my face on that last bet, so I'm going to spit right back. I'm taking Man City, uh, Man U. They're I believe they have a game less than, like two days before. It's the FA Cup, and they generally take yeah. that pretty seriously. They're going to be welcoming Wayne Rooney back. And oh, th- yeah. there's going to be a whole Listen bunch. This of, there's going to be a whole bunch of emotion in that matchup, and I think Man U is going to be exhausted both physically and emotionally. I'm taking Man City. Yeah, because of uh, course these pro athletes aren't going to get up for the Manchester Derby. Give me a break. Okay, good points for both you guys. I'm actually going to go a different way than both you guys on betting. Is I'm going to take both teams to score. I think I think whether winner or loser of this game, I think both teams find the back of the net here. Whether City wins three one, City etc. United wins two one. I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, it's one point seven five uh, to take that right, and that's actually going to be my lock. I'm going to lock in the Man City Man U. Both teams will score in this game uh, at one point seven five at the time. That is my lock. That's not a bad bet at all. That's not a bad no, bet yeah. at all. I, I I hate to agree with both of you, but I'm doing it here. Okay. Oh, man. Look at that. That's a rare thing. All three of us on Yeah. It. Uh, our final uh, bet or matchup of the week, uh, Lakers-Clippers on Sunday. Uh, Big game. I don't. You don't even have to say who it's at because even Staples if it's— Staples Center. It's at the Staples Center, and even if it is a Clippers home game— it's still going to be Lakers fans. That's just how it works there. Um, this is a really interesting one for me. 
Uh, like I said, we don't have lines or anything like that. It's just too far out. Uh, the Lakers play Milwaukee between now and then. Um, but this is such a interesting game to bet on. The Clippers have won the two meetings so far this year. They're certainly the while they're not one and two in the standings in the conference. I think a lot of people feel like they're one and two they're in the standings be, in the yeah. conference. Like you know, it's they're only going to be losing to each other in the playoffs. Is a lot of is a lot of what people are feeling throughout the um throughout the throughout the league. So how healthy are the Clippers right now? Uh, not like not bad, not bad. Paul George is back. I'm pretty, uh, sure, I'm pretty sure they were fully healthy in that game against Oklahoma last night. I yeah. think that was one of the the times where they were how did, all like the the starting five was healthy. And how did they do in that game? They they blew them, them out by fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I, uh, I this is a really really tough one. I like the Lakers to cover the spread if they're the underdogs. Um, you got to think they will be with the Clippers taking the first two games as Clippers well. Clippers taking the first I, two, being completely healthy. LeBron and AD are playing. Real well right now. It's 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 a it's a bit of a toss up. I think honestly, whoever the the team is that's viewed as the underdog, like to cover the spread, I think that they'll cover the spread, right? And it's so you be think it's gonna be like a one possession game. I think it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna come down. It's gonna come down to the last last two minutes, and then it's free throws. So I, it, it's hard to say, but I'll definitely I'll have the pick. I'll be able to talk to it a bit more once I actually see the line. But that's that's a marquee matchup, and that's one that I know for a fact I'll be watching. So I'll be putting some money on because that's you know I want to throw things at the TV, you know. <laughs> so so um, yeah, it's and there's probably definitely some good prop bets there. Like if you're looking at look for Kawhi to score probably over 25. Yeah, I think it was like 27 and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I I'm taking there. the Lakers. You're taking the Lakers yeah. just straight up, just like, straight, straight. Like if I have, I'm not seeing any lines right now. Yeah, uh, I, I like LeBron, and I think like the Lakers have kind of been constantly on like an upward project- trajectory, tra- tra- trajectory this year. Yeah, whereas we've seen moments in the Clippers where there might be cracks. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, and that wasn't too long ago when Kawhi was. I think that there might be a bit upset. more pressure though on the Lakers because man, you lose three to them in the regular season. Like you start thinking, Jesus, do these guys have our number? So maybe that maybe pressure builds diamonds, or you know, maybe it uh, cracks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna. I that last point right there, Jake is gonna be my swinger, and I'm gonna take the Clippers. Um, if it is like a three, four, I'm okay laying the points with the Clippers just because of the whole free throw uh, game right there. I think when healthy, I think the Clippers are the best team in the West. And I think as of right now, bearing something changes that the Clippers are going to be healthy coming into that game on Sunday. All right, so we'll definitely we'll definitely be following up with this game more once uh, once we get a little bit closer to the date. Okay, so we've got uh, about three minutes or so left here for whatever, but we got a little bit of time here. So what we're going to do? We are going to take uh, some outlandish bets. So these are not counting towards our records, but these are the ones that you put. Unless we win. Unless we win, of course. But these are the ones that you put, you know, you put five bucks down, maybe ten bucks. Mine, you only have to put a dollar on. Sure. <laughs> and uh, and they pay out big. So I'm going to start. I'm going to the XFL. So the Seattle Dragons are last in the West at one and three. And... The Houston Roughnecks are first in their division. Uh, they're playing this week. Take Seattle at plus 375. But don't stop there. Oh. The New York Guardians 
The New York Guardians are what are these tied, names? tied for second in the East, and they are playing the Renegades, the Dallas Renegades, who are tied for second in the West. It's in Dallas for some re- so for some reason the Guardians are at plus two sixty five. So you parlay those together, ten bucks returns you one hundred seventy three thirty seven. It's wow. the XFL. Anything can happen. It's football. Anyone can win. I'm just saying. I'm not saying much. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So are, are we going to put like a dollar down when we parlay all three of our bets together? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, and if you know one thing about Jeremy, it's that I love my golf. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah? Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. I've been to two top golf things, and I've had a great time at both, but I've never watched a thing of golf in my entire life. However, I like a good story. Brandon Matthews, who Lee says he has no idea, and Lee's our resident golf expert, he's making his PGA Tour debut this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Now, he's a 500-1 to long shot. His story, you ask? Come on, guys. Yes, I ask. Yes. What's his story? What's his story? So, way back last year, way back last year, uh, he was putting to extend a playoff at the 2019 Argentina Open, where the winner oh, would have received this. a spot in the 2020 Open Championship. Uh, now, there was a shriek during his putt, and it caused it to go off kilter. He missed it. He loses the playoff, and he never gets his shot. Now, at first, he looked visibly upset. And then when he went and found the person in the crowd who did this, it appeared to be a person with Down syndrome. And instead of being angry, hugged him, I believe gave him the ball. And that was a nice story. So now he's invited to go play here. Cool. And he's 500 to 1. And I think it would just be a really good story. That'd be, a, that'd be incredibly neat. Yeah. Throw a buck down. Throw a buck. Why not? Throw a buck. Lee, what's yours? Uh, I went a little off kilter on the outlandish bet. Um, I'm saying that on Friday... To take Zimbabwe to win the one-day match of cricket in an international friendly. And then not just that. So Zimbabwe is playing Bangladesh. And Zimbabwe is a 5.5 underdog. So then what I'm going to actually pair to that, because I think that 5.5 with my vast knowledge of cricket, I don't think that's enough for for what we've been talking about. I'm going to take Zimbabwe to win... But I'm also going to take them to win the coin toss right off the start. We're going to pair those two together at 950. So 10 bucks gets you 95 bucks back. And I will definitely be watching this because I could lose in the first eight seconds. So uh, for the fun of it, and I tried to pair your coin flip with uh, to win the match on here, and it wouldn't let me parlay it together on my app for whatever reason. Uh, okay. But even without that. Uh, so without that, just taking Zimbabwe to win, and we parlayed all of ours together. If you put down one dollar, it would return forty three thousand four hundred thirty dollars. <laughs> so what do you say, guys? Do we split thirty three cents each and then split it three ways, yeah. or do we each put a buck down and then it returns one hundred thirty thousand two hundred ninety one dollars? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. Yeah. If, if there's no podcast right. next week, me, Jake, and Lee are celebrating. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Anyways, uh, that does it for us on uh, on episode two of the Sports Sports Poor Sports Betting Podcast. You think it's my own podcast, right? <laughs> you think I know what it's called? Uh, anyways, thanks so much for for listening. Uh, give us a shout on Instagram at Poor underscore Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Poor Sports One. We'd love to hear from y'all. We'll be reaching out to everyone. Uh, yeah, that about does it for us here on the Poor Sports. And I have just a little bit of humor in sports here. Jeopardy this week, possibly the worst Jeopardy sports answer ever. Let's listen in. Joel Embiid in 2019 won the trademark for this nickname of his that also describes the 76ers' strategy of improving the team. Paul. What is do a 180? Nope. <laughs> just, just horrible. I like it. Keep, I love the one eighty. I love the sports Jeopardy questions because those nerds know nothing. Granted, I know none <laughs> of those questions. So, but yeah. Anyways, that's a good way to end it. There. See you next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>